Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my co-host here, Eli Libby. And uh, we're here with a special edition of our podcast, something different today. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, say hello to the the, uh, the listeners and tell them uh, what we're going to do today, uh, Mr. Libby. All right, everybody. Well, good afternoon. We are excited to launch um, something different, something new, exciting, engaging, yes. all the above. So today we are doing a Q&A from hey. questions that have been submitted to us via email. So if you have questions uh, after the podcast, feel free to submit them to contact at resultsimagery.com. Perfect. So we're going to kick this off as a Q&A session. Kyle and I will both answer the question. Um, we are not prepped with these. Exactly. We have just opened them and we're going to go through them and we will call out the names of the people who submitted them and we'll go from there. So sorry if we drop anybody's name. Yes, yeah, sorry if we butcher your name. There's a, there's a few of them in there. A couple of them. Um, All right, first let's get one. Started. Who, who's our first Kicking victim? Uh, first one, we have Benjamin S. Benjamin or Benjamin? <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin yeah, S. Think, yeah, yep. Yep. Um, with everything going on in your head as a founder, uh-huh. how do you task manage and stay efficient? Mm. I mean, we're big list people, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that sometimes I feel, I mean, if you let me indulge for a second, please jump in. Uh, I feel like sometimes with you know being efficient and project managing, you can go a little overboard sometimes. I mean, we have the task management, project management softwares. Mm-hmm. We have all that stuff. We took yeah. the classes on it, but sometimes a simple list and Monday mornings when we come in on our whiteboard and just dial it all in. I love it. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, 100%. I mean, sometimes you just have to write it down. Exactly. I think I, I'm a pen and paper kind of guy. As I've said in multiple podcasts, yeah. it's all about that um, the dopamine rush that you get Ooh. as soon as you sc- you scratch it off. You physically scratch it off. I can't do the computer because I it's you know backspacing it out. Yeah. I have a hard time. So physically crossing it out um, is is really helpful for me. So uh, coming in, Ben, to answer your question, we Kyle and I uh, kick off the weeks yeah. by really creating a list and prioritizing a list based on yeah. the foundation and fundamentals of our business. Where are we focusing? And from there, uh, create the list and start really diving into that, delegating where needed and start crossing stuff off. And uh, recently we had a podcast about Monday morning meetings with our team. Yeah. Yep. Um, that goes a lot with, with the actual uh, list making because we go and talk to our team um, we have a list before the team meeting and mm-hmm. then we walk out with a bigger list, of course. So that's always really good too, is, uh, being efficient in the company. You got to make sure every little pinpoint is being, um, you know, directed up to you. So, you know, what's going on in your, your company in different departments. Exactly. So I think, I think the best, really the fundamental point that we're both making is you've got to figure out some way to get your thoughts out on paper and get your thoughts out um, and, and list them out so you can so you can visibly see them and there's a lot of clarity around your plan of action for the week and from there it's just really a matter of you know focusing in and, and dialing in exactly what you're going to do um, right, a really right, good right. a really good you know point for me is if I, if I don't have things written down and, and things that I'm going to actually be doing right I have a hard time actually focusing I could do 15 different things but if I have everything on a piece of paper and I, I've got a to-do list for the day. Uh, if I don't know what, what to do, cause we have so many things to do as, as founders, we right. really, you're just going to you know, look at the list next thing go. So 
I think that's yeah. That, that, I think it totally um, looks good and sounds good and makes sense. I mean, that's just what we do. And like we kind of mentioned sometimes in the podcast is uh, we just say things how it is on here. You know, we're not we don't have our MBAs. We haven't ran companies for thirty, forty years. You know, we ran companies for about ten years now, and um, we're just a couple average people that figured out really the business journey. Um, you know, we have our experience. We've done really well, but uh, yeah. Sometimes just what I'm trying to say is don't overthink it. Yeah. You know, you try to create these crazy efficiencies, which is good. True. People, companies pay point. a lot of money for that. But sometimes it's just as simple as writing it down. Yep. I love it. Killer point to end on. I mean, we could talk more about the efficiencies we do in our company. Yeah. But at the end of the day, really what, what helps us with mm-hmm. so much going on in our head yeah. is, is just writing it down. Exactly. Thank you, like, Benjamin. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Next one, Crystal N. Hello, what, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. What makes a successful entrepreneur? So uh, you, you go ahead, in, go ahead. Indulge. I mean, I just kind of jumped in there, but go, I'm gonna go let you go. It. No, you okay, go. Okay, right okay, okay. I, I think I, at the, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I think what creates a, a and what th- entrepreneurs thrive on is is passion behind their yes. business first and foremost. If you don't love what you're doing every day, uh, there's no reason you should be doing it. If you don't come to work with a smile on your face and and leave with a smile on your face, um, that is first and foremost. I think also. At the end of the day, I think what makes a successful entrepreneur is somebody that is self-driven and very motivated to be mm-hmm. self-made. Yes. You don't, I look at it, to be honest, is you are not employable. I mean. You're not employable by no, anybody. I could not be. You can never be managed. That, is, no. that makes a success. In, in a way, you need to be driven and motivated. Right. But um, I think that, you know, charisma you know, and, and uh, positivity. Last thing I want to say, positivity. Positivity. <laughs> uh, you know, I, and so do you, and I think so do a lot of our listeners. We listened to uh, Guy Raz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how, how I Built This. And he recently had the founder of Zappos on there. Mm-hmm. And he's known to be a weird guy, supposedly. Yeah. And, and that question was asked of him. You know, what's a successful entrepreneur? And he said, you know, at the end of the day, the guy lives in an Airstream in Vegas. The guy's got millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And the guy wow. lives in an Airstream. Two kids, wife, dogs. And he said, at the end of the day, I feel like a successful entrepreneur can have his house burned down and still be okay. Hmm. I'm still trying to make the connections on that one. It's (laughs) interesting, but... I get it. I think what he's trying to say is, like, don't... Don't like worry about the materialistic items in your life. And, And kind of like entrepreneurship, like, don't worry so much about, like every single piece that's going on in your business. Yeah. Focus on the core and focus on moving the company forward. And at the end of the day, if you're doing the tasks in your business that you enjoy and like, you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that just goes to delegating. If you can find a good team to, to build your t- the company up, you should be able to focus on the things that you want to focus on in your company. I mean, you're going to put fires awesome. out. The CEO yeah. and, the, and the co-founders of a company, they're the firemen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're putting fires out. But anyways, it's really interesting because he always asks that of like business yeah. owners. was like, what makes a successful entrepreneur? And he said, well, if I lose everything in my house from a fire, I'm happy. I was like, oh, okay. I so, it was kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird yeah, to me. I was like, oh, I guess that's one way to answer it. Huh. So that just shows like not everybody has these crazy answers. This was, this was kind of like off the wall and kind of like whatever. So, so can you relate to that? No. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, I mean, uh, hey, that's good, good question, Crystal. Yeah, very good question, Crystal. Okay. Uh, we have one from Gregory B. Uh, Gregory. 
Gregory. Thank you for uh, emailing in, Gregory. Gregory, yeah, Gregory B. Um, if you had two hours a week to work on your business, what would you do? That's a great question, Gregory. Um, I think at the end of the day, I mean, what, why don't you go ahead? Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I think um, what I would be focusing on is, is culture first and foremost. If you have happy employees, people love to come to work. They're not looking at the clock from the nine to five. They're not waiting for it to, to hit five. That reflects into your customers as well. Yeah. They, they really get a good sense of what your culture feels like. So I'd spend at least half of that time, an hour, working with the culture, um, creating a positive environment, right. inspiring people, helping them where they need help, putting those fires out. And that last hour would be really, um, or actually half hour would be strat- strategy, driving the company, putting it to where it needs to be. Yeah. And then the other half hour would probably be going on um, cool shoots that we do, productions and, no, that's and a, stuff that's that a great we do. Point, I, yeah. I'd love to, I love being on very cool, you know, sports, action sports, productions, anything we can do in that space. I love that. So I think for me personally, uh, the two hours that, uh, I would get is I honestly think, you know, cause we talk about this sometimes and kind of comes up in other podcasts or whatever. I think I would just want to spend it team meetings for two hours hmm. and just talk to everybody to see how the company's doing Yeah, because then you can take away and, and your next two hours you can report to everybody and really delegate correctly and make sure that the work is being done efficiently. Yeah, I really do. I think it'd be with the team because nothing agree. without they're, your, they're with your team members. Asset. I mean, you know the fun. You know the fun going on the shoots. Sure, go for it, man. That, that's fun. But <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I mean, the I team agree. you got to talk to. Well, the teams at the shoots. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I think it would just I be I think talking to people individually, Motivated. really seeing, you know, at at um, the foundational level of you know what the company is and, yeah. and how is it going from every single perspective yeah. of the company. Love it. Thank you, Gregory Great B. Great question, Gregory. All right. The next one is from Sean W. He says, how do you deal with upset customers? I delete the email or hang up on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so some people, um, a lot of customer service-based companies, uh, even like McDonald's. I think I actually might have been McDonald's is what, who did this. Uh, there's a term that says, give the customer the pickle. And they had a video training thing that they used to do, and they might still do it. A lot of companies do it, and it's all about giving the customer the pickle, even if you're wrong. So if the customer came and said, you know, I paid for the pickle, and they didn't want the pick, and they didn't actually pay for it, you still give the customer the pickle. You want to make them happy and walk away happy. You don't want them to walk away with a sour taste in their mouth, because that is really bad. I mean, just I mean, PR in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So you always want to give the customer the pickle, but you want to do it in the right way. Mm. So it doesn't also affect your company in a, in a negative, you know, yeah. way. So um, usually in the way we do it is we try our best in our media agreements to lay everything out and all the expectations beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually we go back to it afterwards, say, hey, the expectations were, were set. Here's the media agreement. This is what we both agreed to, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and really hear them out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not out there to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, just totally. really hear them out and, and, and really understand what they're trying to say because that'll only build your company to be a stronger company. You have to look at us feedback sometimes too. Exactly. Yeah, I wish I didn't, wish I didn't pick pickles. I really don't like pickles. I wish the term was something else. I don't know who likes pickles, but geez. I mean, when it's a burger yeah. customer service chain, Still, pickles. I, I don't. <laughs> I hate pickles. I like them. 
<laughs> I like dill. I don't like I'll sweet give pickles. You my pickles. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think Sean, uh, my my side of it is uh, they're always right, like Kyle said. What we do here is is if there's a shoot that we are, you know, you know, not really necessarily in the wrong, um, but if it's kind of on that gray line, we actually try to do we, we shoot we reshoot the production for them, and we've had multiple cases where customers have raved you know in in the positive light of about right. what we've done and and man this company reshot the whole production for me right. with today's day in social media the word spreads so quickly one bad review when i was doing amazon stuff and selling products one review one one star review would ruin your product so people right. read the they read the negatives before yeah. the positive oh, so I always do. we always are looking to get positive reviews no matter what that might be and i think another way to look at it too is like you could turn a customer if they're if they're I think it's what you're pretty much talking about. Mm-hmm. If the feedback, if they're not, you know, if they don't feel like you um, deliver the right product or service to them, whatever it might be, it's starting as a negative. That's already starting as a negative um, experience. You can turn it into a very positive experience on the way that you answer them and what you do for them. Um, you get what I'm saying? I totally And they get could it. walk away being a cheerleader for your company. Exactly. If you, ta- if you take care of them and do the right steps. Yep. I mean, we're not saying, you know, flip your business upside down for them, but hear them out and see what they're saying. You know, every single person has that experience with a company. So sometimes I like to walk, you know, take a step back and be like, okay, when was the time that I wasn't happy with a company and how did they respond to me? And the positive experiences, I try to reflect that when I talk to one of our customers or clients. Thank you, Sean. Boom. Perfect. Thank you, Sean. Next one is from um, Kivon. Kivon? What's his name? Kivon, yeah. Kivon, like K-E-E-V-O-N? Yep. Kivon. How do you know slash... Kivon S? Was it S? Yeah, S. I think he's emailed in before. Yep. And we're finally getting to one of them. Thanks for the multiple emails, Kivon. How do you know, decide where, slash decide, where to invest within your business? Yeah, I mean, usually in my pocket. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, man. It's raw. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's what we do here. Uh, I don't. Why don't you want you start this one okay, off? Okay. Yeah. I think a hundred percent investing in the people. Hundred um, percent. We you invest in your core, which is always you, people are the the biggest asset to your to your company. Um, creating a really good culture. I always invest back into the culture of the people. So, hundred percent. Really, really promoting um, positivity and happiness in the workplace, giving them everything that you can within their means within the company's means to make them happy. Even if it's going and buying them lunch, coffee, whatever that might be. Um, those are just easy ways to kind of promote that and giving back. Um, a, one step above that to me, it is, it is investing in the foundation of the business, which right. in our case is quality the imagery. Is quality imagery. Yeah. So we invest back into that, that portion. What are the, that could be better people. That could be more people that could be better gear, but investing in your core. I think, you know, I was reading this article, um, it was like probably a couple of years ago now, and I remember in college they talked about, it's kind of like a known fact, like most small businesses, um, they fail in the first three to five years. Mm-hmm. If you can get past three to five years, I think it's really three years in your business, you can pretty much, you everything be duplicatable, you can you can make it, mm-hmm. unless you're now your business really is based on the economy, but anyways... And then the article kind of went more into it, and it talked about some of the number one reasons why companies fail so yeah. like so quickly, like only in three years. 
um, was typically is because they're reinvesting in the owner's and the manager's pockets. And, you know, you can, you can have these really good months and these really good clients that pay really well and you see all this money in your business account and you're like, man, I can finally say I made it and I can pay myself what I want to be. But at the end of the day, that money really needs to be invested back in your company because you got to look at the, the yep. macro. Yep. Um, you got to look at the long-term, you know, strategy to your business. And, uh, you know, like, like the question stated, you just really have to invest back into the people of your company. And then you got to look at the service or product that you're really, you know, selling. And if you can really invest in that and your people, you got a good organization. Wow. Fire. Perfect. Thank you, Kivan. Uh, next is Natalie L. Thank she you, Natalie. Says, thank question. you, Natalie. If you could start all over again, what would you do differently? Not go in business with Mr. Eli Libby. Just kidding. <laughs> That was good. Okay, here on the we biz hang bros. out too much. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pause the podcast. And <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so, so are you serious? No. Oh. Okay. Um, so, just a quick little information. We're boiling right now because we have our air conditioning off to record. So we are sweating bullets right now. So we're yeah, kind of laughing. Sure it's about six buttons we're, down. <laughs> we're dying. So uh, yeah, we're definitely sweating. Um, anyways. <laughs> So, uh, what would I do differently? Yes. Get Starting started off. sooner. Yep. Get started sooner. Take and the plunge. And take the plunge of going full-time quicker. The calculated plunge. The, the, you know, everything, risk has to be calculated. That would make, that's what makes a good entrepreneur is you have to take calculated risk, not just taking risk. And that's the biggest thing that people think cal- entrepreneurs do and to be a business owner you have to do is take risk. And that is so far from the answer. You need to take calculated risk. So, I really think every time I have a business, I wish I would have started sooner and faster and move quicker in the beginning because once you get that momentum rolling you're good to go but you have to get that momentum going yep and it's it's all time exactly and natalie to add more to that i think a good thing that i would do differently is take that calculated risk quicker um, just do it quicker and and fail faster Mm. the faster you can fail the faster you're going to learn so you're going to make a bunch of mistakes along the road right try and make those mistakes up front and then really grow from that and, and, and move quick, move quicker, really. Yeah, you know, don't be afraid yeah, to fail. Exactly. Because failure, that's what builds you. Exactly. Success doesn't build you. Failure think does because you have to learn. Think about when you're in the gym. Right. The one thing you're doing is you're trying to make, you're trying to bring your muscle to right. absolute failure right. where you cannot go anymore. And that means you're ripping the muscle down as far as it can go. Right. And the only way you're going to get stronger is by building it back up through nutrition and, and proper sleep. Right. It's the same thing. You've got to fail to get back up. I think it's a good analogy. Learning to ride a bike. Exactly. You don't just get on a bike and start riding. You have to fall a hundred times. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. Great question. Thank you, Natalie. Next one. Connor R. I think he emailed emailed in, too. We are... Oh, wait. When are you... When you are unfocused, what do you do? You know, it's a great question, Connor R. Uh, When... So sometimes when you wake up in the morning and you like, you like get your day going, sometimes you just know it's going to be one of those days where I'm not going to feel focused. And for me personally, I have to call those days out. I have to be like, okay, I'm not feeling it today. 
Like today, today, today yeah. is definitely one of those days for me. I'm just yeah. like, man, I am not feeling it today. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting what I need to get done exactly. for sure. Like I need to get things done, but I'm just not putting that extra oomph into my day today. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not there. You got to call it and just for us, me and you, we either go to the coffee shop, we go to the tap room or local brewery. Uh, we go golfing. We do things that take our mind out of the business, but it's still on the business. And that's, that's when our best growth strategies always come when mm-hmm. we'd like to take off from the office for a couple hours or start our day off with a, with a round of golf or something. That's when we're talking because we're not thinking about the million other things that we need to be getting done. We're just thinking about, okay, how can we take our company to the next level? So when I'm feeling focused, I call it. I'm like, okay, I'm not focused. I call it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not feeling focused. I need to go get out. I need to get out of the exactly. dungeon. I need to go get some air, mm-hmm. especially right now because it's very hot in here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, do you have yeah. anything down oh, on I, that? I, I, I know totally agree. We're very similar uh, I totally agree. To me, it's just getting air, doing something outside. Um, I, I do like to mix up just scenery and environment. Right. Go, yeah, like I was like, go to the brewery, go to the coffee shop. Uh, just get outside, but mix up. And you right. sit there for... You know, humans aren't programmed to be able to sit there for four hours straight and do no. the same task. No. You've got to get up. You've got to do something different. And we try to mix it up, you know, all the time. So, Great question, Connor. Yeah, great question. So the last one is from Nick B. Do you uh, have to spend money to make money? Good question to end on. That's uh, a great question. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, you can... I, yeah, I'll, go I'll ahead. kick it up. I'll yeah, kick it up. Um, I think it depends on what you're trying to do, which is a terrible answer. But I also think uh, it takes, it doesn't require a ton of money. And why I say it depends on what you're doing is if you're coming out with, you know, coming out with a direct consumer car, there's a lot of money that has right. to go into that to get an ROI. But if you're looking to, you know, be an influencer or whatever it might be and, and, and make some money through sponsorships, it's really sweat equity. It really 100%. comes down to how hard can you hustle? Um, we are very lucky now to be able to, you know, blog from wherever we want. We can be a digital nomad and really for free. create. Yeah, for free. 100%. The barriers to entry are so low. So I, I think it, it really depends, but it doesn't take as much money as a lot of people think. So if, if I can add on to that, I think you communicated that very effectively. But I think another thing to add on is um, kind of opposite of what you're saying is, yeah, to, to make money, it, it takes money to make money faster so yeah money is going to get you there faster a lot faster that's why companies get investments that's why people take out personal loans for their business uh that you know that's why people do that um you, if you want to get somewhere quicker yes more money is important you want that money drives everything you know and i'll tell you you know they say money doesn't buy happiness but money is going to buy me a yacht sailing on the coast of mexico with my tie in my hand and i'm going to be pretty dang happy you know what I mean? <laughs> I always throw that out there. When I oh my God, every time. Every time I was waiting for it. I knew it. I knew it was going to come out with this question. But no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessary. Yep. Hustling and sweat equity, like I said, is necessary. But if you want to get somewhere quicker, you need money. Yep. So that, that's Perfect. why I think you I said, think like it's... in the beginning, like it depends. Yeah. It really does depend. Perfect. I love it. We got both sides of that question. That was good. That was good. Well, great. Well, that pretty much wraps everything up. What thank you, do thank our you. listeners, Kyle, need to do if they want to continue to get notifications on our updated podcasts? 
they need to hit that subscription button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're on all major podcast uh, channels and markets. So if you're on Spotify or iTunes or any of those other good ones, make sure to subscribe to us. Leave us some feedback and comments and give us a five star. It helps us get our name out there. We really appreciate it. And if you're feeling really antsy and you like us, hit that notification bell. And uh, you'll get notification every time you want to hear our voice. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys on the next Biz Bros Podcast. Later, guys.